<laughs> All right. I'll start one more time. This is the last time, everybody. And then I'm all right. Assuming we are spiritually fit, we can do all sorts of things alcoholics are not supposed to do. People have said we must not go where liquor is served. We must not have it in our homes. We must shun friends who drink. We must avoid moving pictures which show drinking scenes. We must not go into bars. Our friends must hide their bottles if we go into their houses. We mustn't think or be reminded about alcohol at all. Our experience shows that this is not necessarily so. We meet these conditions every day. An alcoholic who cannot meet them still has an alcoholic mind. There is something the matter with his spiritual status. His only chance for sobriety would be someplace like the Greenland ice cap. And even there, an Eskimo might turn up with a bottle of scotch and ruin everything. Ask any woman who has sent her husband to distant places on the theory he would escape the alcohol problem. So yeah, I know it's uh, you're gonna talk about what you're gonna talk about, but hey, thanks for letting me be of service and over you, Paul. Thanks, Carrie. Welcome everyone. Nice to see everybody. <clears throat> the big word is the assuming we are spiritually fit. So then that condition will outshine other conditions. If that condition, spiritually fitness, isn't established yet, then like it says, you have to practice these principles in all your affairs. And if you can't limit your affairs, it's just a pragmatic way of living sober. Yeah, so yeah, if you're fit spiritually, if you're, if something is has occurred to you where, uh, because really the drink isn't the temptation, it's our, con our condition that makes it tempting to drink, yeah? This is like the, 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 the logic of the understanding. <clears throat> At first, we have to protect ourselves because we don't have any defense against the first drink then the conditions change and our condition right now is the defense against the first drink. Uh, so that opens up a lot more things. Now, the importance of having mentors or sponsors is that you may be assuming you're in a certain condition, but they may tell you, hey, bro, take it slow. You're not it. Yeah. You're not there yet. So the importance of having someone to speak with about conditions in your life, even if you want to call it a spirit's condition, the other conditions, they don't have a dog in the hunt in a way, and they may be able to tell you something that you're not telling yourself. Yeah. So it's, that's the, one of the many importances of having a community and working with others and being, and ha you know, working with others doesn't mean you're doing all the inviting and they're doing all the, you know, doing you're you may be being worked with as an as an other yes so yeah assuming we are spiritual fit we can do all sorts of things alcoholics are not supposed to do so basically what you do and what you don't do is not based on what you do and don't do but the condition you're seemingly in and the whole point of recovery is to tell the truth about the basis we're in which is trusting the finite self and then 
doing the program and, and living this life and following these principles and these suggestions, then we have a new basis of living, which is trusting the infinite. And the trust in the infinite produces a condition that isn't uh, seeing things that used to see as desirous, basically. You just lose interest in a lot of stuff that used to destroy you, really. <laughs> you lose interest in being right. You lose interest in a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so the second paragraph, uh, I don't know if we went into this one. We meet these conditions every day. Yes. So we meet these conditions every day, hopefully with a condition, <laughs> hopefully being in a new condition. It's like that old song. I just checked in to see what condition my condition is in. So yeah, you just, uh, <laughs> you don't want to be the doctor in most cases. You want to sort of have other people mentoring. The idea of sponsorship is so valuable. Yeah, so we meet these conditions every day. An alcoholic who, who cannot meet them still has an alcoholic mind. So yeah, basically the mental state hasn't been diminished enough and therefore a lot of situations are like landmines, yeah? So basically if you follow the suggestions, you won't tip, you won't step on the typical landmines of, you know, having an active case of alcoholism and still not wanting to drink. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We can, uh, an alcoholic who cannot meet them still has an alcoholic mind. There is something the matter with the spiritual status. <laughs> see, I don't believe there's anything the matter with the spiritual status. I think if the mental status is overdeveloped, there's not enough attention or there's not enough influence that the spiritual condition is having in our life. Yeah. The mental condition is overriding any other possibility. And we're living a life run on self-will, which is hardly going to be a success. That's all mental. I think the spiritual status is always open and receptive and ready to go, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, uh, da, da, da. his only chance for sobriety would be someplace like the Greenland ice cap. Yeah, so many people have experienced this. They go into a 28-day program. Someone may tell them when they're in there, what's the most important day of the 28-day program? It's the 29th day, really. It's what happens when you leave those conditions of being protected, and then a lot of people go back out. Yeah, it happened with me, and I was in a two-year cocoon and i didn't drink or use but when i got out out of that cocoon i was easy prey for the parasite and basically it used me for transportation once again yeah until i got washed up in the shores of aa finally so uh, this is how i see it uh you obviously your reactions to things are mostly based on your condition, not the thing's condition, yes? That's why this is a subjective experience. The experience is really based on us, not what we're doing, so to speak, you know? A lot of people that go to Hawaii 
A lot of people go to Hawaii from Wisconsin, and a lot of people from Wisconsin who are at Hawaii aren't having a good time. Yet there's some that are. So obviously it's not Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean it's it's, it's like uh, awakeness 101. Yeah, like you give a lot of meaning to everything. So, and that meaning that you're given is based on the condition you seem to be in or that you're really in. Yeah. If you're in a mental condition, you're reacting to life from a seeming uh, take where false evidence is appearing real quite a lot. Yeah. And so decisions are made based on false evidence that set off trains of circumstances that bring us misfortune we feel we don't deserve and no one's listening to us so fuck it i'm just gonna get drunk yeah and now there you go <laughs> once you drink the genie's out of the bottle and you're gonna have a lot more than three wishes <laughs> you're gonna be <laughs> i've seen a lot of people they almost look like they were bushwhacked after 20 years of sobriety and they go back out, they can't believe it. They cannot believe it. They're sitting at a meeting and they've been at hundreds of meetings, but they're sitting there waiting for it to end because they have an urge to drink, which they haven't had for 20 years. Yeah. The condition can change so quickly. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's about all I got to say about it. Uh, a nice reading. Of course, again, that's what we try to do. These are why these rehabs and programs are going on. They try to control conditions so they can make a, a, a like a advantageous condition for the person not to drink and use for those 28 days or six months or whatever. The unfortunate thing is how can that be carried on? A lot of people the bridge is that day they leave that control condition and hopefully they step into an AA meeting because then the AA life and the community is going to support them so that they can get strong in this spiritual condition and have the mental condition weaken so that they can go, they become like a free range alcoholic. Yes. You're just roaming around is you're not, I can't go there. I can't see that, you know, none of that applies anymore. But if you act as if that doesn't apply and you're not in that condition, you may tend to go back out. Yeah. This is why we need to speak to people. Yeah. yeah. If your idea is so great, why not share it with someone? Yeah. <laughs> they may tell you you're insane. And maybe if you're open, it's going to prevent you from starting off on that imaginary journey and save you a lot of time and trouble, yeah. If not, you'll learn the hard way and AA will only be, you know, AA is always open, yeah. What happens to AA? Does AA change? You change, yeah. Some people hate AA and then suddenly one day it just shifts and now they love meetings. And now I've seen them, they have 34 years, yeah. I watched them come in. They were fucking always sitting in the back, had a lot of attitude, but they kept coming back. And then one day the script flipped and they got something occurred and they've been in that condition for 34 years. Yeah. 
And almost every time I run into them in the city, they're with a, a person in AA, either a newcomer or something. Yeah, they're doing their little bit. Yeah, and so they stay healthy. Mm. All right, well, there you go. All right, I'm going to open it up to questions. That um, That's weird that you mentioned that song, what condition your condition was in, because... This morning when I was listening to Spotify, that song came on and it was like a blast from the past. I think it's even like, correct me if I'm wrong, is that, that can't be Kenny Rogers. He used to be a rock no, star. No, no, it's not Kenny Rogers. He sings, but he sings something like that, right? Kenny Rogers has like an old rock tune. He used to be, uh, maybe, uh, anyways, I digress. <clears throat> um, no, but I think that he had that song in the Big Lebowski, the Cohen <clears throat> So okay, I think it yeah, brought yeah. it back into prominence, but it's a great line, really. It's a good line. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> so instead of you checking in, maybe you check in with the sponsor, and yeah, yeah. he'll tell you what condition <laughs> your spiritual condition is in. Yeah, that would probably be helpful. <laughs> oh, yeah. You may think you're a spiritual giant. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's a, we should change that those lyrics for AA. Yeah. I'm just going to check in with my sponsor to see what condition my condition is in. Yeah. That would be wise, definitely. And then you get established. Do you see, like, in the third step where it says, this is all the flavor in time, right? You sincerely take the position of what? The third step, yeah? Turning one's will over to care. Yeah, making a decision to turn one's will over to the care of a higher power, yes? So you sincerely take that position. And then what happens is you get established in that position. So in the beginning, yeah? The position may be rocky and it may have no defense and it may have to be vigilant and stuff, but over time it gets established. Song, what condition my condition is in? Yeah, it gets established. And in that in that condition, uh that that which used to scare you and attack you doesn't anymore. Yeah. There's a thing in uh in the Course of Miracles, a lesson it says. My attack thoughts are attacking my invulnerability. So in a way, the spiritual condition becomes an invulner invulnerability to the mental attacks, yeah? So you can withstand the mental attacks and not act out on them because of the strength of the spiritual condition. And I believe inherently the spiritual condition has a strength. It's not based on you, it's its own nature. So. I had a little progression when I came into AA. First, the idea of the higher power of your own understanding, and then it quickly turned into a, a higher power of its own understanding. And that's been working ever since, yeah. I, why would I want a higher power held in the, idea, held in the understanding of the lower power? <laughs> I just, it makes, it's insane. So, uh, so I humbly believe the spirit's condition is fit all the time. Yeah. The mental condition is where the malady lies. Yes. Yeah. 
And if the mental condition is fed too much interest or attention, it, it flips out, don't you see? It mutates into some weird shit. <laughs> it really does. I mean, I knew someone, I would try to test of how could I say something that there was no way she could have any possible connection to, and she could turn anything into a concern about her, <laughs> her head. It was unbelievable. She could get fearful about something I was talking about, a rock found on Neptune. It, and I'd watch her head. It would take maybe less than a minute to fucking apply it to her and concern her and then create anxiety. <laughs> it was mind boggling. Yeah, she had too much free time. The head was just like growing like a weird vine <laughs> around the ideation of self. It was really, oh man. And the fruit, the berries were poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Paul, I just want to interject that um, it was Kenny Rogers. It was. He sang that song. I thought it was a different. Yes, it was a group before him. He may have sang it, but it don't he take my love to town. He wasn't the original. No. Anyways, um, who wants to ask a question? Question or uh, just give us a comment or uh, check in. Ah, well, Paul. Looks like Michael's getting ready now. Could we, uh, I can't, do uh, you want me to call on someone, Paul, or just, oh, uh, there we go. Thank you, uh, Chris, 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 cool. Hey, hey, everyone. I just want to, so I, I mentioned the other day, Paul, that I had an, I had an incredible lion experience. And uh, I didn't realize I had the lion experience until I was <laughs> back to being the sheep. And uh, it was similar. It was just, that's what made me laugh. You know, there was this, there was this memory. Oh, wow. I just had, <laughs> I just had an incredible lion experience. And then your work, you, I didn't, that, that, that wasn't, those weren't the words that first hit me. The first, the words that first hit me were, wow, that was incredible. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm a sheep having a lion experience. And uh, I want to have that experience again. But I just thought it. I just thought it was funny because you tell that story and you say what's important is what happens next, yeah. happens after, you know. And uh, what does well, that? You what just had a living, uh, a living illustration of it. That's the whole point. Yeah. What totally better way to change or to get through to mind but imagery? Yeah. It's the highest form of communication here. Is if you can trigger an imaging in the head, it goes a lot farther than, uh, you know, digesting word after word after word. Yeah, totally unexpected. No, nothing caused it. It caused it. <laughs> yeah. Seems to happen. <laughs> yeah, because you're it. Yeah. The second trying I commented to be on it. it. Trying to be it is a denial of your it. See, this is the dilemma. Yeah. We believe, before we start believing, there's belief already in place. So we believe that we're a person. 
a long-lasting, independent, separate thing. And now personhood is synonymous with a body, yeah? So this, we feel like a subject, but we're pictured as an object. Yeah? This is, the, this is the, the epitome of duality, yeah? And in non-duality, what non-duality is, is not that, this yeah. subject-objectness. So this idea of having a lion experience, and of course, then the lion experience could be a revelation that that is your nature, but usually it gets turned into an experience the false nature has claimed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so now your own, your own, the sense of your own being becomes something that's sought. Yes. Yeah, exactly. This is why there's addiction in, in spirituality because it's called spiritual seeking can be a form of addiction yeah. because while you're looking for you, there's a denial of what you are. Yeah. yeah? And therefore 100%. what's getting reinforced is not the lionhood, but the sheephood. The sheep wants to become like a lion. Yeah, exactly. While, all, like while it's already a lion. So this is, if it, this doesn't work for you, great. But if it triggers a, a recognition and these shoes fit, then walk in them because yeah, there's got more revealed. I'm telling you. If it was you like don't, a rope letting hold go. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. If you don't see, it's all right. Do whatever you need to do. If you feel like you're a, a, a spiritual being called Paul, having a human experience called Paul, go ahead, go for it. You know, just meditate, you know, fucking become brilliantly aware, have the bluest of blue eyes, stuck in a great monotone. You seem to, you know, hold your shit no matter what, then flip out on a wall in your house when you get home, whatever, <laughs> all this stuff. I, it's this isn't the point. We're not making anything wrong by by implying this is right. You do whatever, but if the shoe fits, please walk in it for a while and see yeah. what happens. And then maybe just maybe you'll have a sense that you're traveling lighter with no thought effort on your part. There what is walking? What does walking in that shoe for a while mean? It's gonna. I don't know what it's gonna mean to you. You know, I don't, but I think it's going to be revelatory and it's going to fortify what you may think is just the message. Yeah. I mean, it how do I fortify walk Just living, you know, going through today, Thursday. You know, that person you just described who you could say anything and she would, it would somehow relate to her. Yes. Yeah, that's me. I could be watching tv oh, that's not you See, this is the beauty of it this is the beauty of it you just got to the point that's me and now the negation is and it's not so there's a truth telling and it doesn't get fucking misinterpreted it's yeah that's you and you're not that you okay. instead of trying not to be like that as the same you you see it's not you and you lose interest in all of that budget going to that renewal of getting that better and whatever, whatever. It's just an ease and comfort arises because finally you can say all about you. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I, 
I'm self-centeredness. I want it to go my way. And okay, and I'm not. Hallelujah. Yes. Instead of okay. I am, and I can't let this come in because I am something else, and I don't want that information that could be contrary. This is just this is just slavery. Slavery. This is no, hey, you just did it without you knowing it. I, it's me. Yes, exactly. And now here's the understanding. And it's not. Yes. Not, it's not a denial mechanism. It's an negation mechanism. Yeah. Denial doesn't work because denial is trying to hide a reality. This is informing you it's not a reality. This yeah. is negation. It was like a rope letting go. Not, not, not that a thing went away. It can be whatever it looks like. These are the artistic flourishes, but you ran into the fact, yes? And then things dance around that. Some are dancing, they're expressing exuberance, joy. The others want to interpret it and just put it into the same old, same old. Yeah, you see it, you see it. But now something is clear that wasn't clear, that unsuspected inner resource is not in a condition of unsuspected. You are aware of it. You are aware of what you are and you're seeing what you're not. And that seeing what you're not was be, has been representing you for years and you're not that. Hallelujah, yes? Thank you, Paul. Well, yeah, this is, you said it perfectly. You go this whole thing, it's me. And then usually <laughs> what happens is you want to hide it, make it better, avoid it, deny it, blame it on someone. No, it's me. Let it completely land. And I'm not that. This is what happened. When I got sober, shit, I had been keeping up in the air as the uh, air, you know, air traffic controller, never letting to, it to land because it seemed unbearable. That because I had a feeling it was true that I was an asshole, selfish, shit like that. I had it just floating around up there. Finally, in recovery, everything was allowed to land. Yeah. And that which I thought was me and didn't want to be me, I finally saw it was not me. I see. Not with a not by trying to get out of it with a trick. I saw it as foreign. That's the point. Yes. This is not trying to make something you think is you foreign. I saw you as foreign. You see it? Mm -hmm. It's different. I hate when the you tries to make itself foreign. It doesn't fucking work, first of all. You know, I have calls from people that the you is trying to make itself foreign. No. You see the you as foreign. Yes? Let it be, it's all of what it is in it, all of its regalia, yeah? And then you <laughs> see it's not you. Okay. And then what happens? Find out. I would hate to take away the joy of finding out by trying to describe it, because I don't know how it's gonna go for you or as you, but I know certain things are gonna go for sure. And, <laughs> and that the traveling is going to get progressively lighter and a lot of shit that used to strangle you with fucking misspent interest will be free to enrich your day. That I know. Yeah, that's already happening. There you go. You, 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 as you said, you can't you can't lose interest, but 
once you start to see what's happening, you, you kind of can't be interested in a bunch of it anymore. Exactly, because the underlying thing that makes all the interest go to that is about you. If yeah. it's not about you, the interest, it's just, it's just like, a, it's mechanical in a way. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't come up with this. I just, I, it's been reverse engineered, yeah. Yeah. Relief started to occur. And then it told me why the relief didn't seem to be available. That's all that happened. Yeah. And I'm attempting to share it with you. Yeah. I appreciate it, Paul. Well, with Thank everyone. You. Yeah. Especially, you know, here it's from in, in our tribe recovery. Yeah. yeah. And then when I moved out of recovery, going to other places, I realized uh, there's a, the real addiction is this addiction to sell. It's Absolutely, happening yeah. in a lot of venues and a lot of uh, settings. And um, it hides better uh, in some other settings. The ideation of it is like in Buddhism, they call it the cherishing of self. It's like an ideation of this idea that you're the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, the haver, the loser. The, the alpha and the omega, all that. And uh, you trying to be so big really causes a sense of incredible smallness, really. <laughs> it does. You're so much on the lookout for people. They may pop your little balloon. <laughs> Just unbelievable. Uh -huh. yeah. So... You want to be a big frog in a small pond, go ahead. But yeah, this is about something else. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't get it, it's fine. I mean, just do what you need to do. And if this is going to be a way in or out for you, you'll be led to it. It happens like most of you here. Yeah. Yeah. When, I used to always be surprised, like, when people find themselves in AA, not realizing that's the invitation life has given, that's the envelope. You're gonna get relief through AA. That's why you're here. If life wanted you to get relief somewhere else, you'd probably would have gone there. Yeah? Yeah. I don't wanna get it through AA. Well, all right, argue with me. <laughs> it doesn't, you know. <laughs> well, go ahead, argue as much as you like. I hate AA. And then so they drink and they leave and they inevitably have to come back to AA. It's insane. You know what I mean? So, well, some, something hey, keeps, something hey, keeps pulling me here. I know that much. Why bite the hand that feeds you? Recovery is feeding you. And uh, <laughs> it's just insane to me. All of it. All of it, really. So, yeah, Chris, thank, thank you. you for starting us off. And uh, you, you hit the exact point. It was like a crescendo. It's me, and <laughs> the answer, and it's not. See, this was very rarely offered before. It was, I'm so afraid that it's me, I never want to go there. Now, you're willing to go there because it's not you. Seriously. Yes? I, yeah. I totally... You hear all about me now because it's not me. I hated when people used to tell me about me when I was me, I fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But now you want to go at it. Great. Because it's not me. <laughs>
<laughs> and it, it's not like there's another me. It's not me. Whatever other me shows up, it's not me. <laughs> and then I have a lot of fun doing nothing on Thursday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I went to jury jury duty. I had that. I had that Monday. <laughs> I had it yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a trip. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was a good exercise in not knowing what the hell's going to happen am i going to spend the next two weeks sitting in this trial or am i just going to go go home and i know yeah, yeah. It's, I, my fate is in other people's hands yeah go yeah. into this room and also people like judging you <laughs> like ask, yeah. asking me asking you these cryptic questions and then like thank you we don't want you <laughs> Here we do a questionnaire now, but I yeah. I could have gotten right out of jury duty by my first answer, but I decided to go. I wanted to get picked. Yes. What do you think of the judicial system? Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe uh, uh, all policemen are honest? Well, <laughs> do you, I need more pages here. Let me tell you something. Normal me would be totally afraid of having my routine messed up and but I saw it as a way of being of service I really did it was a it was a medical malpractice case involving a pregnant woman who lost her baby so both the mother and the doctor were in the courtroom and both of them were like traumatized and I was like I can I can help I, I, there's no there's no good answer to this right there's no no there's no solution here that's going to make everything okay there it's already bad what happened. And I, I was like, I, I think I can help. And then I wanted to do that more than go back and to my normal life. So I, that's not what, quote, what this action figure usually behaves like. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Well, you know, I noticed when I came into AA, I was much more willing to do things if because of AA than I would have ever done if it was about me. Yeah. So AA brought out the best in the action figure, Paul. It did. That's that's what Zen bitch slap is now. Yeah, me. good, good. Yeah, AA, uh, yeah, brought me, called me to greater heights in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So, thanks, all right, thanks. Man. Anyone else, Michael or whoever, Kerry? Hey, thanks. Thank you much, Chris. Um, appreciate that. Uh, Maria, you had your hand up for a while. You were waiting patiently. Would you still like to come in, Maria? Okay, well, we have Jimmy. Jimmy, you're up. Come on in, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, uh, recovering alcoholic. Uh, thank you very much, Paul, for your service. And I would like to thank everybody for being here. Uh, in the beginning, Paul, you mentioned something about people picking a higher power of their own understanding, which is step three. Uh, I'm only 30 days sober, so... I'm going to read it and say, we decided to turn our will and our life over to God. I read somewhere that that was step three in the beginning. Uh, the founding fathers had it worded that way, but because there was a lot of angry atheists, they had to add as we understood him. So that way they can get uh, the fellowship to keep growing and helping other people out. 
the, com the confusion that I have or the defiance as an alcoholic uh, is that uh, you're telling me that I got to get out of my mind, but then you're telling me I can choose a God in my mind. But so hold on one second, Jimmy. My feeling is we're not trying, we're not telling you to get out of your mind. We're telling you to admit you can't get out of your mind. It's different. And also the third step says in to the care of God, not to God, but to the care. Yeah, I think the wording says that we turn our will and life, we make a decision to turn our will and life to the over to the care of God, which is different than to God. Yes. Yeah. And again, the idea of uh, the first step rings throughout the steps, which is an admittance that we're outmatched, so to speak. So uh, no one's trying to tell me you have to get out of mind. People were telling me, you've got to admit you can't get out of mind <laughs> and surrender. And so that's how I see as the theme of AA for me. Or that's how I was directed and led through AA in the beginning was an admittance of powerlessness and I'm outmatched and just finally admitted. And then the admittance really occurred in the innermost self. And that innermost self, that unsuspected inner resource uh, teamed with grace seemed to have an overwhelming influence that changed my life. Yeah. So my life changed slowly but gradually and consistently going in this the direction of sobriety now for 35 years so that's an amazing uh to have such a deep pattern groove get altered and go in a completely different way is to me unbelievable so uh yeah that's how i see it and the idea of I feel AA because they had such a feeling. They knew that's why they have it in the book, Contempt Prior to Investigation, that a lot of people, because of contempt prior to investigation, were going to uh, disqualify themselves for what AA could offer. So they try to make the, the doors as wide as possible so that anyone could enter. And they really bent over backwards with. Uh, we agnostics and all like that with the hopes that once you got in the effects would be enough to keep you here because they had a feeling that they were onto something and it seems to have played out to be true yeah so it was basically just get them in the room and then maybe things will start happening so that's my opinion of it over the years so uh the idea of a higher power of my own understanding is, I think, was uh, presented in a way because a lot of people felt uh, other people's understandings of God were, you know, pushed down their throats and they had an attitude about that. And they didn't want to have any more of that. They didn't want to have to follow someone else's God. So AA found an incredible way to get those people into the into the recovery by widening the door frame yeah which is awesome in my case so and then once you in it says obviously really it says somewhere in the book that this idea of your own understanding is obviously going to change as you get a sense of the presence of that power 
you're going to start having an intimacy with something that you you were just corresponding through, let's say, letters. You know, you're actually sensing it now, and your understanding is going to. To me, it just hit to the point that it was obvious my understanding was quite limited. Why would I want to frame this power with a limited uh, frame? Yeah, it just made no sense. So. I, it brought me to an understanding that I'm going to, I have, uh, I'm going to leave up the highest understanding, higher powers understanding up to itself. And then it will tell me what it wants me to know. And it's worked for 35 years. Yeah. So that after that, I've never had another year of the higher power. I just, because that would be trying to make it into my own understanding again. So I've been freed from that, and I just witness its demonstrations in other people in my my life. Yeah, yeah. So I hope that helps. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a real believer of this. Isn't about trying to manage better or like takes like protein powder so you can do what you couldn't do before. It's just a flat out admittance that you're fucked and uh, and you're open to, you know what? You're open maybe to the tiniest little possibility of like meeting that person the next day at an AA meeting. But hey, that's the little bit of willingness goes a long, long way here. So yeah, that's, and that theme, I don't think has changed for me. I, uh, I'm just not managerial quality uh, directed by the brain here. Yes, it just doesn't. It's it's got a very myopic view, and uh, and it ha there's a lot of there's a lot of grooves in the record that it gets stuck in. So, yeah, I like something else playing the tunes. Yeah. All right. So, anyone else, Mike? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Next up, we have Nicholas. Nicholas, you have your hand up. Nicholas. Oh, hey, Paul. Hey, uh, everyone. Um, I was uh, talking to my sponsor the other day and, um, about self, and he was he brought up uh, how when we're born, we're the center of the universe, and uh, and all our needs are met, and we have to, out of necessity, uh, create a self. But what really stayed with me was the idea of uh, of being a newborn and how that is our true self. And that is the true way of experiencing consciousness and 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 being. And uh, I was just hoping for your comment. Well, you know, whatever well, works you know, for you. My feeling my is, feeling is that we have you have the radio on at the same time or whatever. You have the zoom on. Uh, my feeling is that uh, the baby isn't really experiencing consciousness consciousness is experiencing through the baby so to speak yeah that's how i see it so i don't i don't uh i and i don't but i don't believe the baby thinks it's the center of the universe i don't think the baby's thinking really too much at all and if that there are thoughts it's the idea of the thought that i'm the thinker of them i don't think it's occurred yet yeah so 
Yeah, the idea that uh, that I once uh, was this uh, being that experienced the um, universe without the filter of self uh, allowed me to uh, to re-experience that in a, to a small degree. Yeah, it was it was just helpful for me. Yeah, that's the whole yeah, point. The whole what's point. helpful? What's helpful? Yeah. Whatever if. Uh, if someone's presenting something and they think they're right and it's not helpful, just do what is helpful for now. Yeah. So whatever makes you feel, you want to start having your, your scale not to be mentally uh, debated, your scale of whatever, of life, your take on it. Have it become like a sense felt tactile thing where uh it's much more uh, galvanizing than thinking and stuff, yeah? And so a lot of times we use the thinking or this way of looking at it or this little trick is like a crutch, it's good. It helps us get back on our feet, so to speak, or keep going in the right direction, but inevitably the crutch gets put down, yeah? And then you're just, uh, Like when I'm speaking, I'm feeling something. I feel, I sense some something, yeah? The, the, the speaking is secondary. The sense of what's happening or moving through is, is what I, that's the first and foremost, yeah? And I feel that's what gets developed in recovery. Yeah, because you lose interest in self and therefore you gain interest in what you are and what you are is more like I am or it's more like a sense feltness than uh, a biographical history, yes? You know, accompanied with imagery, yeah? It's like pictures of you in different stages of your life. I feel much more, uh, this, that's how, that's, in a way, it's like, uh, I think we're blind and the braille that, that works for me is tactile, sense felt, yes? Uh, yes, yeah. The understanding is just, uh, it's like scaffolding uh, implying that there's a building there sense feltness you can't see it and everything but an understanding is like a scaffold a scaffold that it can hang on but it's the sense feltness is the essence yeah yeah so the spiritual awakening is awakening to awareness yeah that where it's not that awareness awakens it's always awakened we as this action figure become aware of things yeah as awareness and that awareness has a a presence a sense feltness and that to me is the heart of the <clears throat> spiritual awakening that's the heart of the spiritual condition is a sense of this i am yeah and <clears throat> it becomes the director or it's what is directing uses to direct yeah 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 so 
I don't know where I was going with that, but there you go. I just have a, uh, so what's working for you, yeah, milk it until it doesn't, yeah? Because inevitably you're going to be left with your, with, uh, your, your own condition, which is spirit, I feel, yeah? And then a lot of the crutches may not be needed anymore. Or a lot of the skillful means may not be picked up anymore because, and there may be not that many visitations to step eight and nine because most things uh, get reconfigured through six and seven. Yeah. So I feel like recovery progresses and I really feel like it progresses to a, that, that unsuspected inner resource is incredibly suspected. And if, it's a real sense of it yeah <laughs> becomes the the new heart of the matter so to speak yeah not like it ever has not been but it's nice when we're aligned with the fact <laughs> it tends to allow the action figure to travel lighter through whatever life has in store for it yeah yeah so all right mike that's like all right, thank you, Nicholas. Um, Can you hear so the I, chimes here today? No, I don't hear them. Uh, the chimes are incredible today. In the chimes, the chimes. Chime, uh, hmm? All right. Okay. We're missing out a lot. The chimes have a frequency, yes? It's like vibration. And so, it just tails off, yeah? So maybe at one condition, all we hear is the first thing. And let's say in the spiritual awakening, you hear the whole tailing off. And then it never actually stops. It tails off and then a crescendo occurs. And it's like a seamless uh, string, yeah? That's what we're resting on. That's our new basis. Yeah, trusting the infinite rather than finite self. Finite self, there's so many holes it has to cover over and patch over or wallpaper, yeah, which causes an, a deep anxiety in all of us because we don't feel a reliability where we most need to feel a reliability because our attention and interest is set on something that's chaotic and agitated, yeah? That same interest and attention, if it rested in the I am, would evoke uh, expressions and mimicking that I am, and it would be chilled out somewhat. Yeah, there would be an assurance. There'd be peace. Yeah. The spirit doesn't just strip everything down. It replaces it. It gives you a real foundation so that you can see the old false foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at AA, it works. You may have tons of opinions about it, but it's worked for millions of people that nothing had worked before. For. <laughs> I mean, there's something going on through recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Could you 
that's something going on through recovery is actually your true nature. Yeah. What's saving you is you in a way through the mechanism of recovery. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the higher power is always available at all times, right where you are, you may be it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the unsuspected resource. It's you. <laughs> it's been unsuspected to be you because of this mental you. Yeah. <laughs> Get out the middle, man, and you are you're it in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mike. Sure. Uh, Maria, you have your hand up. You came back. Thank you. Would you like to ask a question? Sure. Um, hi, this is my first time here, and I'm fairly new to 12 step. Um, I live in a small community in Canada, and um the only 12 step that's available here is like an overcomers group it's christian based um i love jesus i love the idea of a radical jesus um and i started going um and then i began to have experiences of being held in this warmth and my heart and my body feeling really warm and um i would just talk to myself out loud cry express whatever and and i would I would, um, I would be speaking, I would say, you know, to my beloved, beloved Jesus or beloved, but I, I'm not 100% convinced that it's Jesus, but it, it feels like it because I, I don't know. I, I also had a, a similar experience just giving myself compassion where I felt something greater than me was holding me. And uh, I felt a sense of love and through this, um, you know, praying or talking to Jesus, um, I have felt more loved. Uh, I don't think I've really ever felt loved um, this way. And I really, really feel it. Um, in the last week, I feel a little bit disconnected from it because I've been preoccupied with more worldly things. Um, and and I'm not 100% sure that, that this overcomers group is working for me because it's so biblical. So, you know, you're a sinner, you're a sinner, you're a sinner. And, um, and I accept that, that at a deep level, it's true. We're all compromised. We're all, we're all, uh, fucked. <laughs> and I know that I'm fucked beyond my ability to unfuck myself. So, um, I guess I, I'm, I'm a little lost. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, how to, how to approach things. I, I also have a sense that whatever Jesus Christ is, is this awareness and I am that. And is there, am I really speaking to Jesus? Am I speaking to myself? Who am I speaking to? I don't know, but I would, I would appreciate um, some, some help as a newbie. Thank you. Well, yeah. Well, if you can't get around to different towns there, then look at AA on Zoom. There's tons of different meanings that you could visit and maybe see what works for you, yeah? And maybe you would meet a woman there that could talk to you and maybe she'd have some suggestions of another meeting and you'll find, you can find your way if you're not 
if you're in a small town, I remember I lived in a beach town here. L luckily, I had a lot of time at that time. And there would be like three people at the meeting. So <laughs> we all heard each other's story so much. But uh, so, but at least I could drive to San Francisco and get some kind of uh, flavor and variation. So there's a lot of meetings online, as obviously you found this one. This isn't an AA meeting, but you found this. And so that's one thing I would suggest. And uh, uh, what is everything before it's named, you know? So just if that feeling of warmth and everything is going on, the auxiliary is something has an urge to name it, so who cares, yeah, <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? What I I would care about is that feeling, that sense, yes? And bathe in that. And then, because then all the debate comes with the who, you know? Everyone's looking for the what, that sense of relief, but then the who can become uh, contentious and shit. So, uh, yeah, something's going on before name. So why don't get, I would tend to lean that way instead of leaning into the name, you know, Jesus, not Jesus, whatever. Yeah, that's my opinion. And there are a lot of meanings that aren't over overtly Christian based. And uh, you'll find you can find yeah, there's a lot of different like in San Francisco, we had a lot of different meanings. There's not much restraint on the form of the meaning unless it's uh, harming AA as a whole. And so some people had a, it used to be like a, t a talk show, like a Johnny Carson thing. And the main speaker would be sort of like, and he'd have to take questions from the uh, audience. And they had a, they t it was just a trip, but it was AA. Yeah. So that's, that would, that's what I would suggest. And I think it's about time that warm feeling is coming in your life. So I don't care what brings it to you. <laughs> Just say hello to the warm feeling. Yeah. Oh. I just watched a movie on this other thing where, where uh, Al Pacino is that guy Scarface. He says, say hello to my whatever. And then he blows up the the door with this giant like bazooka gun say to hello to my something well say to hello to my that love and presence great <laughs> little, say hello to my little friend yeah say hello to my little friend well here i don't want and then it would it would have sucked it would say and my friend's name is paul no say hello to my little friend is sufficient you're gonna get the wallop you don't need to know oh he's from New Haven, you know, just say hello to my little friend. Yeah, that feeling of grace and warmth. <laughs> yeah, so that's about all I can say. There's lovely women here, Mickey and other people. I think if you would, I don't know how you do the chat in the Zoom, but I'm sure other people would talk to you after this meeting. Yes? And uh, be able to online meetings and i put my number in the chat so i can send links and like yeah 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 just just put it out there there's a lot of people here in aa so they'll be more than happy to talk with you yes
I think I lost her. Is she gone? I don't know. No, no, she's still here. I'm uh, here. I'm still listening. Thank you. All right. Yes. I hope that it was helpful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Paul, that's all the hands for today. Mm, great, Mike. Uh, You know, in Hinduism, they talk about how things really go crazy when after name and form is given. <laughs> Once we start calling something something, it's not that something we were calling. So, uh, all right, let me say hello to Natalie. Nice to see you, Natalie. Yeah, yes. Jimmy, thank you, Jimmy, for the questions today. Suzanne's iPhone. Suzanne M, nice to see you. Greg S, thank you, Greg, for the donation, everything, and uh, support. Mickey, as always. Yeah. Michael Stacy, the two Maderaites. Yes. Yeah. Joseph. Paul, Paul, a, guy, a guy sent a message in chat with a question. I don't think he ver could verbalize it. I don't know if we want to look at that before you finish. Well, Michael, tell me it. I can't see the. I don't even know how to do that. Let me hit chat. What is this? Okay, so so I've seen a couple of them. Um, it says, uh, do I have to have a sponsor from the same program? Can an AA sponsor an Al-Anon? Uh, do I have to have a, pro a sponsor from the same program? Yeah. I would think it would be helpful if the person uh, has been relieved of the ailment that you are suffering from. I would, that would be a suggestion, but I don't think there's any galvanized rule, but I would, uh, yeah. There's it's also one from Paul in Pennsylvania. It's hard, it's hard to capture uh, the view of an alcoholic or an addict uh, without being an, al an alcoholic and an addict. So uh, yeah. I would, I would suggest staying with whatever group you're in. Yeah, unless the person has experiences in both. Yeah, but that's a just suggestion. There's no written rules or laws. There's also Paul from Pennsylvania who wrote something at eleven seventeen. I don't have that on my uh, on my chat because okay. I was um, came back. Can, could you read the first, please? Yeah. So this is from Paul in Pennsylvania. So I recently relapsed on New Year's Eve after a couple of years being sober. I say sober because I've been on Suboxone for four and a half years now, and I'm so tired of being on it. It feels like being handcuffed all day and night. And now, also, I just found out my daughter has been smoking weed now. She's 14, so I know that that age can be difficult for her, especially nowadays. It's been kind of stressing me out between both situations. Maybe Paul might have an opinion on how to deal with the physical withdrawal without actually going to a detox and also, and also on my kids starting to experiment on things. Also, um, I should also mention that I OD'd on New Year's Eve on methadone because I didn't bring enough subs. So I went to the streets and found me a bottle of methadone, but, but my body couldn't take the amount I took and it put me straight into an OD. Since then, I've only been on the Suboxone. Mm. 
Well, first of all, I don't, I'm not intimate with Suboxol. I, I never did it. I don't know, I don't know much about it. Um, uh, and the idea of detoxing, I know some of these things, the detox from them are very severe where you need to have some administered help with it. Yeah, so I don't know if I would uh, go it alone, but I don't know the, I don't know what it's like to withdraw from that. Uh, it's, it, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, uh, so it's actually pretty, it's actually worse. Uh, it depends, it, it all depends on the person, but most of the times it's worse than actually detoxing from uh, any other opiate, like yeah, you know, heroin so or, no, and I uh, would, pills. Uh, my, my thing was pills. I would, uh, then I would probably want some people, one person to be there then. Yes. Yeah. Other than you. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's for yeah, sure. yeah. Because yeah, obviously that, that's not working <laughs> me by myself trying to well, wean off. With, not uh, working. <laughs> with your wife, your, your daughter, I think in this case, you got to get right first. Yeah. Yes. And then, uh, absolutely. And because she has her own trajectory, but uh, you need to get your trajectory a little bit. Uh, you absolutely. Know, yeah. That would be my feeling. And then look at it from there. But, um, yeah. Cause you, because the thing is, you know, it's like um, I don't try to put too much pressure on her because I know yes. I'm not doing the best either. Like you just said, those things run through my mind. And, you know, I'm at night, I'm at home like, how the hell I tell this girl what to do, what not to do if I'm not, if I haven't even gotten my thing straight yet. You know what I mean? And this there you kid go. Is about to be, there you go. Yeah. She's about to be 15. I'm going to be 39 soon. And it's like. Like something's gotta, something's gotta give, you know. And uh, I worry a lot about her, but but you're absolutely right. It starts with me because I can't just, I can't tell her one thing and then do the complete opposite. Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I, but then again, it's gonna start at a day at a time, my friend. So just for today, yeah, just don't you don't have to it's not like you have to eat the whole thing all at once just for today be open for some power to come in and uh and assist to change you in a way yeah so yes this is why we have a day at a time in recovery the problem loves time it loves to say it's always going to be this way it's never going to work and so Knowing this, it's a very, very important statement in recovery is a day at a time. Yeah. Try to shrink down all your fucking imaginary concerns or admit they're not yours and just, you know, look at where your feet are and take the next step and do the best you can. And a momentum gets built. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So that's what I would say about that. But I would. I've watched people, I don't know what they were getting off of, but it looked really bad. What <laughs> thought they were on. They And this is the weird thing about this stuff. You take it to get relief from something else and then it's it becomes the bigger bear, you know what I mean? It becomes the biggest. Yes, bear. yes, that's the 
Yes, I've always said it's like, all right, we're going to give you something to get off of it, but what we're giving you to get off is going to be much worse to get off. So, you want to get off. (laughs) So, you don't start with this little because it does. That's what happens. You get caught up in this circle of stuff where you're taking something so you don't take the other thing. And you'd really like to get reestablished in your own condition. Yeah, cleanly, and then you be involved. Uh, be involved in the recovery community, and it'll keep you sober a day at a time. It will allow you not to take anything if you if you don't want to, a day at a time, and start having a clear life, so you don't feel like you're handcuffed all day by the effects of what they say is a solution to something else. Yeah, so yeah, just this can be undone. Yeah, go through what you need to get through. And then start anew. And then uh, because I I truly see a sinister shit with a lot of this stuff. You take one thing, then you need to take another thing to get off that one thing. And it goes off. And, uh, and you exactly. become dumbed down. And it never stops. You become dumbed down, right? You become, I know, I used to, when I was in Delancey Street, a lot of people there were long-term methadone users. Yeah, it was a rehab. And they had been dumbed down. You know what I mean? They couldn't think straight clear. They were fucked up. I mean, they yeah. were like, in a, they were like on Thorazine in a certain way. Yeah. So walking zombies. Yes, you get doled out. So let's yes. this can be corrected. You got get the help, get off the shit if possible. And if possible, don't take any more shit. And then you're gonna feel and then <clears throat> your 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 daughter's gonna sense what's going on in you more than what you say. Yeah. So there you go. That's how I feel about it today, anyway. Yeah. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you so much. I really, truly, truly appreciate it, man. I'm at work right now, so yeah, yeah. Um, we got you. You have another one tonight, right? No, not tonight. Uh, it's Tuesday. Uh, another meeting tonight. No. no, there's the next meeting is Saturday, one o'clock oh. Pacific time, and then Tuesday, Thursday. Oh. Tuesday we have two meetings. Right. Thursday one, Wednesday night one. Yeah, go to Zen Bitch Slap events, and it has all, all right. the. All the schedule, but we're here. Yep, Next yep, week, yep, we're yep, gonna yep. be a live coming up from Northern California. We're gonna be doing some talks up there. All right. When you come, when you come into the East Coast, real quick before we. I hope. We uh, I hope maybe late May, early June. Awesome, awesome. Nice speaking to you, Paul. Thank you so much All again. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyone else on the chat or nothing, Mike? No, it's all good. No. Anything else, Paul? Thank you. You know, there's a beautiful space that AA talks about. You know, abstinence is the key. Uh, yeah. You know, some things we need to do, but if they if there's no need to do them, to start there. Uh, because to me, the real program is never starting again. It's not a like how to how to stop. It's about not starting, and not out of like gritting your teeth, but because you're in a, a sense of contentment and satisfaction. You don't want to fuck things up. Yeah, you really don't anymore. And this this is what we talked. This whole reading was about 
you know, every other condition is based on your condition. So your the condition of your relationship with your daughter is based on your condition. Yes. So let's get that right, so to speak, or at least admit that we can't. And then you'll see things will change. Or if they don't change, you'll travel lighter through them. Yeah. You'll know what to say when you didn't know what to say before and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all here pulling the same rope. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's putting pulling it the strongest or not. We're all here pulling the same rope. Yes. This whole community here. There's strength in numbers. Yes. Talk with people from this group if you want. And we're all pulling the same thing. No one's checking out who's pulling harder. Though. It's all being moved. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Yes. So let's say, let's say to, goodbye to everyone. Joseph, as always, nice to see you in France. Kana, nice. To, thanks for dropping in, my friend. Yeah. We have Paul in Pennsylvania. We have Mickey, Michael, Miranda. There you go. Nice to see you. Roman, as always. Steve Cole. I'm in a weird thing. This thing got smaller. Let me make it bigger. Do, do, do. All right. Yeah, here we go. We got John S. from Florida, as always. Thank you, John. Sally. Hallie. Sally and Hallie. Elaine, insane. No, Elaine, Gary, Christine and Kona, uh, Kathleen, there she is. She's running the show now. Her and Mickey are a, a very strong cabal. Bill Churchman, Beth, we got Maria. Let's see who else. Oh, Nina, I was just thinking of you, honey. I'm happy you checked in. All's well? All is well? Yeah, all is well. Thanks. Yeah. All right, good. Emerson, as always. Let's see, Andy, Giselle. Nice to see Andy. Uh, let me see. I think I got Beth. Yeah, Beth up there. Nice to see you, Beth. Let me go back to two. We got Oliver in Berlin, Annette in Pennsylvania area, Laurie, Andrew, Clay, Zoe. Down in Arkansas, Tommy, Drew H. I haven't seen heard Drew in a while. That's good, I think. Amy in Seattle, Nicholas B, Annette. Uh, I think that's about it. If I missed you, I didn't miss you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see you. We'll be here Saturday, one o'clock Pacific time is the next meeting. And uh, remember, rule 62. Don't take yourself so, so seriously. And if you can't do that, see you're not self. How's that? I guarantee you'll take it less seriously. All right. Adios. Thanks, Bye, Paul. Paul. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Mike.